What's up, buds? What up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. When I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. We're gonna tell you about some of it. Yeah. We're gonna start off. This is all new segments, pretty much. But yeah. We told you guys, season five is the season of changes. Yeah. And here Ch they come. Ch changes. Time to face the change. Ch changes. Can't do it too much. We sued. Less than thirty seconds. Um. Yep. So we're going to start off with the five questions of the week, BJ. What is your match of the week this week? Match of the week? Mine was easy. Mine's Dustin versus Punk. That's what I was going to say, yeah. too. It's Dustin and Punk. Um, I think Cole and Suzuki was a close second. Not close, but a decent second. Put it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just had an old-school wrestling match. Right? It was fun. It was. It's good times. And the crowd... I just love how Dustin can get the crowd in, so into him still, and again, after CM all this Punk time, right? Like, yeah, it was pretty fantastic. I mean, he was gold dust, and he's the natural, so right. Um, um, so then, what did you have, or what do you think was the best? You know, whatever promo, video package, interview, segment, entertainer, person. I was gonna like, say the thing that entertained me the most was probably the goddamn wedding. That was the most, like, sports entertainment. Had me laughing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, RK Bro was good this week. Yeah. Their stuff true. on SmackDown last good. night was pretty fun, too. Uh, so, yeah, they were solid on SmackDown last night. I haven't watched SmackDown last night. I watched part of it. Aiden and I watched for about 45 minutes yeah. or so. I got back into Curb Your... Well, I'm watching the new seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. Uh, what should we avoid football. this week, BJ? What should the buds avoid watching this week from wrestling? Um, what I've watched, I don't, I can't think of anything that was horrible. I'm just gonna say NXT 2.0. Okay, yeah, I didn't. It's just a bunch of green people that are nowhere near ready to be on TV yet. And yeah, they got rid of all the good guys that we yeah. liked and replaced them with all these people that aren't very good. Yeah, yeah. Although I still think that Tiffany Stratton's got some potential. Right. You seen her finisher, dude? Um, no. She like, so she like runs towards the turnbuckle. They're laying on the mat, and yeah. she runs towards the turnbuckle and like uses the top rope and grabs it with her arms and like pushes herself up right. like she's gonna splash, like she's gonna push off and splash back on him. Okay. But instead of just like pushing off the top rope and splashing, she does a complete 360 twist in the air and oh, then shit. splashes them when she lands. That's dope. And like it looks beautiful, dude. There's a gif going around on Reddit this okay. morning I saw that you might be able to find. Okay. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, I will say some of these women that are coming through 2.0, I mean, all together. There's some potential on a lot of people yeah. there. The problem is they're not ready to be on TV and they no. put them on fucking national TV. Yeah, these are the people, they need to go back to doing their house show circuit where these are the people that should be getting the time there. Right. And, and putting in the reps and the matches and, you know, that's what they need to get back Yeah, that to. I can agree on 100%. 100. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, uh, I go to an NXT show and a couple of these guys were there, but I still was getting, you know, Ciampa and Roddy and, you know, whatever. Yeah. The only one, I mean, you got Cameron still there. He's not bad. I like him. I don't know if they're using him, but I like him. Yeah. So, and, um, I mean, I like. But, yeah, I haven't watched. I can't, Aaron, it's been, it hasn't been that long for me. I've, I stopped watching after that, uh, Stand and Deliver. Yeah. That's when I quit watching. Okay. Yeah. So. Like, yeah, I'm still going to watch all the live network specials or whatever the fuck they're called. Um, but I'm not going to watch weekly. Okay. This is the finisher of Tiffany Stratton, so you can. Okay. Once it rewinds there and starts over. Oh, shit. Okay. Right? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, go lot. watch that, bud. Yeah, that's cool. uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, So then what are you most excited to watch next week, BJ? Um, I can't They announced a match on Dynamite that I was really looking forward to, and I just can't remember yeah. at the moment what it was. Well, I'm curious about the... the 10-man open challenge or whatever from the Elite. That'll be fun to see who comes out. Um, 
I think they already um, announced it. Did they? I think so. I thought it was. I'm trying to see if I can find the card for this upcoming. Is that April 6th? No. No. April 25th. Um. Go. Yeah, I don't know. April 27th? 27th, yes. Oh! Fucking Dax Harwood versus Cash Wheeler. Oh, yeah. That, uh, no, that's part yeah, of the Owen right. Hart men's qualifier. That's right. the match I'm most looking forward to next week. Yeah, that was the one. I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, we also have on Dynamite next week a ladder match for the TNT Championship between Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky announced. Yeah, I don't know. A care. Philadelphia street fight between Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb. That'll be... Wardlow taking on Lance Archer. Yeah. And the Undisputed... Del- Undisputed Delete, yeah. Undisputed Elite taking on the team of Dante Martin, the Varsity okay. Blondes, Brock Anderson, and Lee Johnson. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, it's AEW, and yeah. it's a multi-man match. Of course it's dumb. Yeah. They have the best tag teams in the world. Why would they feature them in tag team <laughs> Right. And we could put fucking Brock Anderson on the fucking show. Oh, I did no see. No offense to Brock, but two? he's not TV ready yet either. Did you see two? Because you had that whole rant on Wednesday, but Darius is hurt again or something. He's not. Or he actually called bullshit on that. He's like, he, I'm attending to a family matter. I'm right. Glad you guys know. No, that he just said it wasn't me. wrestling related. The issue wasn't wrestling related. It still could be an injury. Well, he said specifically, like, don't you don't know about my health. So I took that to mean he was healthy and that he's dealing with another issue. I guess I assumed it was a family matter. So that's my bad. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, well, if it was a family matter, they're brothers. Don't you think? Just saying. I don't know. I, you know, I didn't think about that. <laughs> didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, and then who was the weekly MVP this week, BJ? Um, man. I'm going to give it. Honestly, you know what? I'm going to give it to Tony Khan. Okay. Because of just signing that, or setting up the, uh, Forbidden Door. The Forbidden Door pay-per-view and opening that up with New Japan and I get giving that. us all I, this I great get that. wrestling. As great as that is, I actually kind of got to give that my LVP this week, even though it's oh, okay. the thing we're doing. Because they're doing it in Chicago, right? and I don't think they're going to run Chicago in September when they run it in June. Especially because they ran it so much last year and attendance went down because they ran it. They couldn't even sell out now Arena the last time because... Yeah. They ran it I so still, much. Yeah, I still think they do. And I've heard rumors, which I was going to say, but since that's okay. next anyways. Fuck it, transition news and rumors okay. that AEW's considering putting All Out in Toronto for the first ever Canadian. Well, if they're going to do that, they need to announce it soon. He's on passport. Right. Because <laughs> honestly, Toronto's just as close as Chicago, if not closer. Right. So. Right. Uh, other news and rumors. Uh, apparently, Mansoor is looking to be the newest member of the faction made up currently of Mace and L.A. Knight on SmackDown. Apparently, he came out in the dark match with them, and they all okay. worked his heels together during the match. So Okay, that's fine. I like Mansoor. So, yeah, Mansoor, Mace, and L.A. Knight. Okay. So, that's kind of cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um... In keeping with WWE tradition of changing names lately that are either real or have been used on the indies and aren't people that are superstars like, you know, Randy Orton. (laughs) The former American Ninja Warrior Mm -hmm. champion, Casey Catanzaro's name, has been changed to Katana Chance. Okay. And the former NXT UK Women's Champion, Kaylee Ray, is now going to be known as Alba Fire, which is spelled F-Y-R-E. Oh, I've been dyslexic this whole time. I thought it said Fry. No, it's fine. Okay, Fire's a little bit better. It's still better. Than that? Yes, absolutely. It's better than that, dude. For sure. And did you know? I didn't know this. I didn't know Ricochet and Casey Catanzaro were no longer together. I didn't either. Because he's dating one of the... Backstage ring huh. talk girls. Today I learned. Yeah. Talky talks. It was on Twitter this morning. Um, 
The expectation for the New Japan Forbidden Door show is that almost all the matches will be AEW versus New Japan. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's not guaranteed or locked in or anything. But that's what the general consensus seems to be at this point. That's what we should do next week, too. Forbidden Door? Predict a, Predict forbidden, a forbidden Door show? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just write that down. We can do that. Um, top Flight's Darius Barton. Um, Fightful said he meant he had a leg injury, but he's saying it's not wrestling related, which led right. me to believe it wasn't an injury and that there's another reason he's been off TV. Right. So I don't know. I don't know, dude. I just don't know. Um, are you making a note of that thing? Yeah. Um, Daniel Garcia was originally talked about as a member for the Blackpool Combat Club, mm -hmm. but purse, purse. Chris Jericho personally picked him to be part of Jazz, so that's why he's part of Jazz. It's great. Uh, Observer, and I do like that too because I want to see those. That's kind of how Jericho does. I think that's what it ends up leading to. Garcia versus Yuta. No, I think we get. Well, yeah, I think Blackpool combat versus guys, who are like the fighters, the versus the sports, the sports entertainers. entertainers. So we get. What do we if got they're going to do that, then they need to keep Gresham around to start a wrestling wrestling faction and have the yeah. three, the fighters, the wrestlers, and the sports oh, entertainers. Yeah. But Yuta's the pure champion, so that, you know what I mean? So, like, just saying. Yeah, so the Black can, already kind of the... I guess so. That. I, mean, I guess so. Well, then maybe they just need to add Gresham to it because... That they need five be, to match yeah. Jazz, so... That would be great. And I don't know who the fifth is after that, but... Right. Daniel Bryan gets Gresham in because, see, they both agreed on Yuta. Daniel Bryan mm -hmm. gets Gresham in because he wrestles Gresham and is impressed with the skills. Mm -hmm. And then Moxley fights somebody else. So then you've got you've got Moxley and Bryan at the lead with, obviously, William Regal overseeing the whole thing. And then you've got the, the mixed guy, which is like Daniel Bryan and... Then you've got Yuta as a mixed guy, and then you've got fucking Gresham as the fighter, and then you've got Moxley as kind of a mixed guy, but more on the fighter side, and then as the pure fighter over there, you've got Eddie Kingston. Shooter. Oh, fuck yeah! Fucking shooter. Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah. Shooter Umino. Yeah. That's... It. Yeah. Um. Because they got... They were... At the New Japan show together again. Okay. Which was I dope. did see that. Some backstage stuff or whatever, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, it's because Shooter had a big match. Yeah. At Wendy. I watched most of Wendy City Riot. Yeah. I skipped a couple of the early tag <clears throat> matches, but I watched all the single stuff. Um, Meltzer also reported that when Kushida debuts with New Japan in mm -hmm. the near future, he's going to have a brand new character. Okay. Uh, apparently, he wants a new look so he can potentially work with higher-profile guys and be seen higher up on the card in mm -hmm. Japan. So, um, well, I saw Kushida wanted to. He tweeted at Punk. Um, he wants him at Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. Kushida and Punk. Mm -hmm. That could be cool. Um. I want Kenta and Punk is what I want. Maybe it was Kenta. That would be even better, to be fair. Maybe it was Kenta. Uh, Sports Illustrated. This is the last thing I got for this okay. week. Sports Illustrated asked New Japan's president, Takami Ohar oh Ohabari, however mm -hmm. the fuck you say it, um, about the possibility of women's matches at the Forbidden Door, considering yeah. New Japan doesn't have women on their roster that are wrestlers. Uh... He said what he said was that the show, you know, will probably only feature AEW and New Japan talent, but never say never, kind of teasing that because they've worked with stardom before, there's a potential mm -hmm. to get some stardom ladies on the show, oh. maybe a match or two against some. Well, Bushi Road is the parent company of both, so, so that's they for you, yeah. So we'll see there what happens. Right. That's up in the rumors still, so. Mm -hmm. What do you got for us this week, BJ? I got, uh, Luther got engaged. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Luther of the Luther variety? Yeah. Gotcha. Like AEW's Luther. Yeah. <coughs> um, Fozzie got presented their gold record for Judas uh, a few days ago at their show in Gramercy Theater in New York City. Oh, so I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. So now they got the key to Gramercy Park. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they just got a gold record. Oh. 
Um, yeah, Denzi has the yeah. Uh Jack Evans will be done with AEW at the end of the month when his contract expires. Yeah, I saw his tweet. It was uh, very professional and mm-hmm. uh, a guy trying not to burn a bridge in case, you know, maybe he can improve and come back. Exactly. Yeah, and he's mentioned his shortcomings and he knows it, so. Um, I think that happened to too many people is they just thought nothing was ever going to happen and they just yeah. kind of cruise controlled and then it caught up and they were like, oh, well, fuck. Right. Maybe I should have done something about this. My bad. Yeah. So. But I don't know. Uh, I was actually, actually, before you go on this, okay. I just thought of this. So we've seen kind of two, like two responses from two bigger air quotes releases with AEW being Big Swall and Jack Evans now where Big Swall took the Tony pretending to be my friend and smoke my weed fucking horse shit instead of like seeing her very obvious shortcomings and right. like maybe like oh maybe I need to reflect on myself a little bit and improve on the situation yeah. whereas that seems to be at least publicly the stance that Jack Evans is taking Right. a lot of guys are coming up in the near future Joey Janela's and people mm-hmm. like that that I assume are not going to get re-signed because yeah. they're basically dark talent at this point Right. what do you think the split's going to be between the swole approach to this versus the you think it's going to be like 50-50 do you think more people are going to take it more Jack Evans approach or do you think, think more, more people, people are going to take the swole approach I think more people are Jack Evans approach. I do too. Like, I mean, even Janela said, like, I'd fire me. <laughs> right. Like, you know. Right. And so, yeah. I will say in his defense, he has at least gotten in better shape than he was in when right. he started wrestling for AEW. Yeah. If nothing else, he at least looks a bit more like a wrestler. Yeah. So. But sometimes it's too little too late. Like, yeah. It's just, I think the other thing is when Tony signed these guys. He had intentions of using some of them more or differently, mm-hmm. but then you ended up getting guys like CM Punk on your... And you can't right. not use CM Punk when you have CM Punk. Right. Same thing with Bryanson, you know, and all these other dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. So, oh, so there was... It was announced, I think it's this weekend, there is going to be... FTR is going to be in some... I got a bunch of FTR stuff. So, like, they were going to be in this match at a house or an indie show, whatever. The one Bret Hart's going to be With at? Bret Hart yeah, I saw as that. their manager. I saw that was happening. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And then Sean Ross Sapp comes out and said, WWE has a lot of interest in the revival. Right. So, in FTR. And then... I saw that, too. Then one of them, I can't remember if it was Tony or whatever, but... It was also, he came out and was like, no, they got like 18 months left on their contracts. Like, it's got a while. Right. And then there was all these rumors about Bret Hart coming into AEW as a manager. And kind of because Bret Hart, or Punk's been, you know, teasing a lot of stuff. FTR's been teasing a lot of stuff. So there was rumors that he was going to come in and that was going to be a faction was Bret Hart with FTR, FTR and Punk. But now I've heard this last part that you're right. getting to, and now it all makes sense as to why this has been right. in the news. I didn't know all of the backstory. Now yeah. I do. And Got so it. now it's been reported that Bret Hart has signed a contract with AEW, like a huge lucrative WWE letter, or WWE. Okay. Sorry, so okay. WWE and like this huge lucrative uh, legends deal, right. and which is weird because they right. don't give big legends deals, like, right? So, yeah. We'll see. So we'll see what happens, but, um, yeah, it was an interesting week when it came to that. Yeah, that is pretty neat. Um, oh, Daniel Garcia had an interview. Okay. And I like, just like this quote, because he's like, you can be a sports entertainer and a legit wrestler. Look at Eddie Guerrero. Nice. Right. So. I can concur. Right. Coffee time. Um, oh, and in another, so you know how Vince is kind of, when people won't take bumps, he proved, showed, he does, he it. does it, yeah. Um, Road Dog said awesome. that um, before Terry Funk and Cactus Jack did the dumpster spot off the stage at, what was that, 
seven, 18, 17, 16, I can't remember. Somewhere in there. Yeah, Late those. 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that Vince took that spot too. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was pretty and good. And it was like, you have to prove that to fucking Cactus Jack and Terry Funk. They're probably up there like, no, Vince, we're, it's cool. Yeah, Vince we got this. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, no, 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 you're scared. I gotta I gotta try this out for you. Let me show you. <laughs> let, me, let me show you about how safe this is. God damn, it's so safe. I'll do it. Right? Um Brooklyn Brawler. I wouldn't be surprised if Vince was actually in the limo when it exploded and he just walked the fuck away from it. Like, see, how it's completely safe. You can survive a survival exploding limo. I picture it like the when Terminator walks out of the fucking explosion <laughs> and like he's all metal right. and then his human suit comes back on or whatever. Yeah, right. that's Vince. Yes. <laughs> um, his human suit. <laughs> whatever. Vince's human suit comes back on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the noise it makes too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and I picture like Bruce in the background. Oh no, not again. <laughs> um. Oh, there was someone just did like it today. I learned um, Brooklyn Brawler. He's had ten matches in the last five years. Okay. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he's won all of them. Good for him. He, so, yeah. Good for him. It's good to be the brawler. Mm-hmm. Dating back May 13th, 2017. Okay. So, that's dope. That is. Um, former ECW champion Ezekiel Jackson. Like WWE ECW champion. Right. And his family, they were on The Price is Right this week. I saw that. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. But I saw that. Right. And then... Um, Bray Wyatt changed his Twitter name. Yeah. Uh, and posted some fucked up drawings of fucking yeah. robot worms coming out of some dude's mouth and shit. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Eyeballs and fucking. Right. And his, yeah, his Twitter handle's just like a red circle. I mean, I did hear rumors that WWE was interested in signing Bray Wyatt, so. Yeah. Because they're stupid. Whatever. Um. They, maybe so, they think that'll make Alexa happy. Maybe. They're wrong. They're idiots. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Trivia. Yeah. This one might be a little challenging. So, who is the only person in WWE history to both win and lose the tag team titles on the same night? And I don't mean like they lost the Raw Tag Titles and then won the SmackDown oh, okay. Titles. They've lost one and lost the same... Same title. Same title in the same tag night. Team. Tag teams. Yes. It was only one guy in the tag team, though. Oh. It wasn't the full team. It was oh, one okay. guy of the tag team. Both won and lost the tag titles in the same night. Is it Orton? It is not Randy Orton. He is not technically even involved in the entire situation. Okay. He becomes involved in a story that spins off from this situation, mm-hmm. but not directly involved in this. See, I want to think... I got two hints for it. Okay, give me one hint. All right. So the first hint is not only did they do it in the same night, they did it in the same match. Oh. I just blew your fucking mouth. Oh, it was... I remember this match. <laughs> I guess I could probably give you three hints, but the third one will. Is it? Oh, fuck. Because I remember. If the second one doesn't give it away, the third one will definitely give it away. So. I want to say it was like Cody or DiBiase or. You're right there, dude. The second hint was in this. This is what leads to legacy. Right. Who did they? Fuck. I. Uh, All right. So it was Cody. Okay. Cody was tag team champions with Bob Hawley at the time. Yeah. Ted DiBiase Jr. came out and announced that his mystery partner for this Mm -hmm. tag team championship match was going to be Cody Rhodes. And Cody pinned Bob Hawley to win and lose the tag team titles in the same match at the same time. I remember the match. And he was responsible both for the win and the loss because he pinned his partner. Right. 
Fucking nuts. Only yeah. time it's ever happened. Yeah. I thought that one was going to be... I was going to say, I remember that match. I just... Yeah, the th- yeah that was the second hint was the one I thought was going to give it away. If I said Legacy, I yeah. was like, he was watching at this point. So yeah. if I say Legacy, he's going to remember it. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if you'd be able to figure out Bob Holly or not. Right. That was the yeah. hardest part, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't watching. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so let's do the list. Yeah, we're new segment. So we started this one last week, and this is where we're going to oh, talk about some of these guys that got released in 2020. I about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to start off this week with Drake Maverick. So the day of his release, well, first, how do you feel like he was used before his release? Thumbs down and the middle, thumbs up. Was this the first or the second time? Where it's the whole history of his release. Oh, basically. okay. The whole, the crying video and everything. Like, this is going all the way back to the first release. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I think he was three quarters up on his use before the first release. Like, he wasn't used as good as he could have been. Right. But I still enjoyed any time he was on the TV. It did, too. He was that, yeah. Good mix of comedy and... And could actually do some stuff and take bumps. All right. So the day of his release, he posted a video of his reaction, which was then worked into a storyline that led to the WWE rehiring him. He's since been working in NXT, teaming with Kenley and Dane, um, until Dane got released in 2021. Mm -hmm. He kind of floated around NXT until he was caught up to Raw in the 2022 draft. Uh, but then he basically got released and then re-signed backstage in twenty February of 2022 uh, as part of Creative. Yep. And I would say since he hasn't really been used no. consistently, it's a thumbs down afterwards. Yeah, yeah I just hated that they used it as a storyline. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next guy this week is going to be Mr. Uh, Heath Slater. I would say Heath Slater was... Mm-hmm. Heath Slater was Heath Slater. Like. He was a thumbs up in WWE. Because yeah. if he was not there, he never would have been as big as he's made it. No. So I think he was a thumbs up there. Yeah. He, uh... I like the whole... Where he didn't... Or the, it was the, uh... The Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about your damn kids. Yeah. That's the best. Um, all right. So he debuted for Impact in July, Slammiversary. Yeah. He soon reunited with Rhino, um, but he was injured in October, and he couldn't return until a year later when he returned to Impact and reunited with Rhino again, mm-hmm. who had turned heel and joined Violence by Design since then. Right. Uh, in March of 2022, he unsuccessfully challenged Moose for the Impact World Championship, and he now just goes by Heath. Yeah. I'd say it's thumbs in the middle. He's been hurt most of the time right. since he got out, so he hasn't done much. Right. All right, I got uh, two more for this okay. week. Next up is Kurt Hawkins. Mm-hmm. I also think uh, Kurt Hawkins is a thumbs up in WWE. He never would have made it as far yeah. as he did, a.k.a. Brian Myers. Right. Yeah. Uh, what do you yeah, think about his pre-release up? Yeah, I'd agree. He. Um, I still don't think he's all that great, honestly. Yeah, no, his stuff was, I mean, just being in the Edgeheads and mm-hmm. all that back in the day right. was a huge rub. And um, and here, the story how that was made is pretty fun to hear from those two. But, yeah. Uh, so, see, he made his return for Impact in July 2020, where he's still working. Goes by Brian Myers, as I said. Mm-hmm. Not much has really changed. He's the leader of a stable called The Learning Tree. And he does a lot of teaming with Matt Cardona on the Indies. Yep. And then the main event of the uh, the list this week, mm-hmm. Zack Ryder. Oh, he's the best of all the releases so far. Am I? He was definitely a thumbs down on how he was being used. He was so oh, yeah. much more than they used him. Mm-hmm. And they gave him the one Intercontinental title win, and that's all they ever really did with him. He got himself over a few times. Yeah. He got thrown off a stage in a wheelchair by Kane. Mm-hmm. That's fun. He's like, I don't know. I was there for the Hugh Jackman stuff live. I think he's responsible for bringing a lot of early internet presence to the WWE, oh, and sure. help for being responsible for one of the reasons why they dominate social media today as well is because of him oh, yeah. bringing in that early internet presence uh-huh. to wrestling. Dude, I religious. Not to say it was just him because WWE had a very early presence on the internet. I the remember way. him back in the AOL stuff. 
But right. he was the one that made it possible to bridge the gap for social media right. to be what it is today, I think. Yeah. He, um, dude, I religiously watched Long Island icy stuff. Like, it was so fucking good at the time. So since his release, mm-hmm. he's made a Everything. few appearances for AEW in 2020, uh, around July, September. He's uh, also been working for Impact Wrestling. He debuted at Hard to Kill in January. <laughs> Obviously, he goes by Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. In the summer of 2021, his life would fucking change because Matt Cardona started feuding with Nick Gage on Twitter, yep. which would lead to a match where Nick Cardona won the GCW World Heavyweight Championship and has since become the biggest heel on the independent scene. Yep. He would reintroduce the Internet Championship and start wrestling for several promotions in the U.S. He would lose the Internet title and win it back from Effie. He also lost the GCW world title to John Moxley. Uh, he's a faced opponents like Joey Janela, Ricky Morton, Rhino, Mike Jackson, X-Pac, Jay Lethal, Alex Shelley, and many, many others. Mm-hmm. Uh, in December of 2021, he debuted in NWA, re- aligned with Mike Knox to feud and started feuding with NWA World Champion Trevor Murdoch, which he won in March of this year. Uh, an impact after he did challenge but failed to win the world title, he turned heel there, defeated Jordan Grace to become the digital media champion. The time of that this was rode, he held the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, the Impact Digital Media Championship, the AIW Absolute, and the AIW Intense Championships, the NYWC Heavyweight Title, the ASW Heavyweight Title, the ECW Television Title, and the Internet Championship. And I think he's added one more since this was wrote. Yeah, I do so, believe so. Yeah, he has eight now. So that's pretty fucking impressive. Um, yeah, he's been... Like I said, my favorite of the releases. He's been just golden. Well, next week we'll continue on through the list where our main event will be one Leo Rush is who we're going to talk about. So nice. That should be fun. Okay. With that, we're going to move on to a brand new segment we're calling The Bracket. Okay. So we talked about this last week. Yeah, I guess so. That's what I wrote. That's, I don't know. We can call it whatever, but that's what we're calling it until we come up with a better name for it. All right. The Bracket. The Bracket. Uh, the first bracket we're doing is the PW Insiders Top Brawlers 10. bracket. Where BJ accumulated the top 10 for the last, what, decade? No, since he started doing this. Since he started doing this uh, at PWI. And we uh, rated them. We gave them a point point scale. Uh, first place, 10 points. Second, 9. Third, 8. And so on and so forth. All the way down to 10th place, getting 1 mm-hmm. point. Accumulated the points. Rated and seeded them, and then threw them into brackets. Yeah. So we're going to get through the first half of the opening round, and this will lead into 64, the top 64. Yeah. And we're going to tell you who the uh, seeds are that got uh, buyed into the first round as we go, into the 64 round as we go. So we're going to do half of the opening round this week and Mm -hmm. half of the opening round next week. Um, So... The other thing I wanted to mention before we jump in and get started is that the way we're going to do this, because this spans such a drastic time frame, we are doing wants and wills both for this, by the way, buds, and we're going to take each wrestler and assume that they were in their prime for when we do this. Yeah. So everybody is wrestling at their top, tippy-top form. Okay. So... To start off, uh, the first match we have is going to be seed number 64, Jushin Thunder Liger, taking on seed number 65, the Big Red Machine Kane. Watson Wills, DJ, who you got? Um, I think for the will, it's Kane. I'm giving Kane the will on mine. Yeah. So that's seed number 65, Kane. And since he's moving on into the top 64, he'll be wrestling uh, John Cena, who's the number one seed in the tournament. And so I've got on the wheel side, I've got Kane versus John Cena. Okay. Who do you got on the... I also have Kane on the the wheel side, yeah. And who do you want to win this one? I think I'm going to take Kane as well. Yeah, I still want Kane to win this. Me too. Yeah. Needs to. Agreed. (coughs) Match number two, moving into... And those were number 64 and 65. Did you say that? I did, Yeah. yes. Uh, moving in on to match number two, these guys are going to move into an empty bracket currently. Nobody got bought into this one. Yeah, cool. So the top of the 64 here will be number 32, Rey Mysterio Jr. versus number 67, sorry, 97, Eddie Edwards. 
Um, my uh, one will is Ray Mysterio. Yeah, I'm taking Ray for both of those. So Ray is 32. Yep. I'm just gonna write Ray Jr. But yeah, I've got Ray Jr. going on as well. For sure. And then uh, facing him in the 64 will be the winner of match number three. Number 33 seed Samoa Joe taking on number 96 seed Dolph Ziggler. Um, I'm taking Joe for oh, both yeah, here for, as well. For sure. Yeah, these are both totally Joe. Um, it's funny that we're easily picking the much higher seeds for like all of these so far. Like, mm -hmm. that's when it's going to get fun is when we start getting some upsets up in here. Yeah. Um, all right, so that takes care of the first four guys into the top 64. Right. Yep. Next up, we have number 16 seeded Seth Rollins is automatically in. He gets a buy-in. Mm -hmm. And his first proponent will be the winner of match number four, number 49 seed, Dean Malenko, taking on number 80 seed, Davey Richards. Oh, it's definitely Malenko. Yeah, it's Malenko for both of these. Yeah. Agreed. And God, could you imagine a match of Dean Malenko Seth versus Rollins Seth Rollins? Right. Fuck. Yeah, that's going to be great. Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko. And then uh, to round out the first eight of the 64, we have number 17, CM Punk, with a bye. And he will face the winner of match number five between number 48, Ricky Steamboat, and number 81, Jay Briscoe. And this is going to be my first because I'm going to say Ricky Steamboat for the will, but take Jay Briscoe for the want. Okay. Jay Briscoe's 81. And I'm only Wills, taking... I'm taking... Yeah. See, I'm... Okay. Steamboat. See, I'm taking Ricky Steamboat 1 and Will. Okay. Just because it's going to go again. Like, it's close. Because they'll face CM Punk. Right. And I I'd get rather you. see a Ricky Steamboat versus CM Punk. That would be a fucking hell of a match. Then. I just feel like if I was watching Jay Briscoe in his prime versus Ricky Steamboat in his prime, I would probably be cheering, cheering for Jay Briscoe to win. And that's how I'm choosing the wants, is who would I have been cheering for in their prime. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we got number eight-seeded Sting coming in with a bye. And he, in the first round of 64, will be taking on the winner of match number six, number 57, Nigel McGinnis, taking on number 72, Baron Strowman. Um, I'm gonna... My one is Nigel. Yeah, me too. That one's easy. Number 57, Nigel McGinnis. Man. Yeah, I was gonna say, but I think... I think Braun will win, though. Braun Strowman, who is seed number 72, just because he's a fucking giant. A fucking giant. Yeah, and... Uh, Nigel was a great technical wrestler. Right. I think Braun would just beat him the fuck down. Right. Next up, we got match number seven, number 25 seed, Big Van Vader, taking on seed number 104, Kinsuke Sasaki. I'm taking Vader for oh, both. for sure. Vader's fucking fantastic. There's a lot of Japanese guys that are going to get eliminated early because I don't know who they are. For sure. I don't know how many, but I know I saw a few names on here. Um, and then Vader in the top 64 will be facing the winner of match number 8, which is going to be number 43, Hiroshi Tanahashi, versus number 89, Pero Aguayo Jr. And I'm taking uh, Tana stupid sexy Tanahashi for both the one and the will on this I one. I am as well. He's number 43. That's an interesting matchup. In Vader versus Tanahashi? Right? Yeah. That is crazy. All right, and then we've got uh, in the top 64, uh, number nine, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. He will face the winner of match number nine, number 56 seed Finn Balor, taking on number 73 seed Bray Wyatt. I would want That's tough. That, that is tough. Um, I think I want Finn Balor. And... Because, well, yeah. I think I want if Finn, is, but I'm going to take is, Will Bray Wyatt. If this is Bullet Club, Finn, because that's his prime, if you ask me, I'm going to say I'm Will, taking, Finn Balor as well. I'm taking Bray Wyatt for the want, though. Okay. I wrote him backwards, but that's all right. We can fix that real quick. 
Um, Would you write Wyatt Bray? No, I wrote Bray on the wills and Finn on the wands instead of the other way around. So, yeah, I'm taking Finn as my one and will. Like I said, if it's Bullet Club, Finn Balor versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, 1997, 98. Yeah, that's what I want. That would be fucking amazing. Gotcha. To me. And then right. to round out the first. Uh, first segment here of the top 64 we have number 24 Brock Lesnar taking on number 135 Owen Hart so will Brock Lesnar want Owen Hart all day all day every day (laughs) so will is Brock Lesnar and the wants that would be like the ultimate great underdog story 135 could you imagine I can't be 135. There's not 135 guys on the list. That's 105. 105, yeah. Owen Hart. And their opponents will be the winner of match number 11. Number 41, Mystico, Uh taking on number 88, Magnus. Uh, I'm taking Magnus for the want and the will. And Magnus is also, uh, for you buds out there, fucking Nick Aldis. Yeah. And I'm also hoping Nick Aldis isn't on this list later. <laughs> I don't know that I double checked that one. I do agree with you, though. Both the one and the wheel? Yeah. All right. Well, that sets up the first quarter of our 64, BJ. All right. So let's move on to quarter number two this week. Do it. And quarter number two starts us off with a bye from seed number four, Triple H. Yep. The game. The King of Kings. I think he has like 400 other nicknames as well. He's going to be facing the winner of match number 12, who will be number 61, Cody Rhodes, versus number 66, JBL. I think I'm taking Cody for both the one and the will on this one. Me too. Yeah, that seems like a no-brainer to me. 61. Um... So then the next set of brackets here, we've got match number 13, number 29, Kenny Omega. Oh, my God. Number 100, Mr. Fucking Perfect. Kenny Omega versus Mr. Perfect. (coughs) That's a hell of a first-round match. Um, They tie, and they both move on. Oh, did I get this? Damn it. That's what I'm going with. These guys tie, and they both move on. Um, to the and the next, next one. one's a triple threat? We'll get there. No, the next one, they both tie and they get eliminated. That's just how it's... <laughs> and we just get it again. Until they can't, right? Until, like, somebody would go over both Omega and Perfect. Yeah, I don't know on this one, dude. That's really difficult. I'm going to give Mr. Perfect the want. He gets the nostalgia bonus. Man. Yeah. But I think, honestly, Omega's the winner. I think if they had a match, Kenny would win. He was perfect, but Omega's one of the best yeah. in-ring workers ever. So right. I think Omega gets the nod on the on the wheel just, here. Yeah. But that's a tough... That's the hardest one so far. Yeah, I do agree. And what a great I mean, match that would be, dude. Could you imagine both of those guys in their fucking prime? Right. All right, and then... Uh, so then they will face the winner of match number 14... Should be number 36, The Giant, and or The Big Show, taking on number 93, Yuji Nagata. That's a hell of a match. I'm taking <laughs> the, the Big Giant Big Show for both the want too. and the will on this one. Yeah, I am as well. I do love me some Nagata, but... And I'm just going to call him The Big Show from here on out, since that's the name he went by for most of his career. Because we could also do slash Paul, although I guess he never technically won with Paul White. Uh, the next... Participant in the final 64 is number 13, The Undertaker, coming in with a bye mm-hmm. because of his high seed. And um, he will face the winner of number 15, which is number 52, Rick Rude, versus seed 77, Justin Credible. Yeah, and I'm Rick taking Rude. Rick Rude for both. Yeah. yeah. Rick Rude all the way. All day. Yep. For sure. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Mr. Rude. Um, and then let's see, we've got match number 16, number 20, Chris Benoit taking on number 139, Taz. Uh, oh, fuck. 
I'm gonna say Will is Chris Benoit. Yeah, and I think about it. I want Taz because various reasons, right. but yeah, same. And the Will and the want is Taz, and Taz is what did I say? One one oh nine. And then we've got uh, Taz hadn't weighed one oh nine since second grade. <laughs> number seventeen, number forty, seed forty five, Adam Cole, baby, versus holy shit, this one's rough too. Number eighty four, Mike Awesome, the big chick thriller, yeah, the fat chick thriller. I think I got to take Adam Cole for both of these. I don't know, fucking Mike Awesome though, like. You know, I'm giving Adam Cole the the will, but I'm taking fucking Mike Awesome for the one. I don't okay. even care. I'm taking Cole for the one and will. That's fine. We each have our own bracket. We can do it however we want, sir. Right. Uh, and 84 is Mike Awesome. Um, and then we've got moving on in a bye, number five seed, Randy Orton. Uh, and he will face the winner. Holy fuck. Dude, come on. Of number 60... Naito versus number 69, Razor Ramon oh, slash shit. Scott Hall. Um, I I'm think going, I'm one, then Will and Razor, I honestly. Am I am too. Razor got the 69 spot. Yeah, he did. And that means we're going to get fucking Randy Orton versus Razor Ramon in their primes. Dude, what a That'd fucking match. Yeah. Um, all right, and then next up, we've got match number 19. Number 28, DDP, versus number 101, Shelton Benjamin. Is that a one or a four? That is a one. I'm taking DDP for both on this one. Want and the will. That's my problem. I missed one. Oh, did you? Well, I'm taking DDP for this and myself. Fuck. Okay. Um... So what is this? DDP and Shelton Benjamin? Yes. Um, I took DDP for both. Okay. I'm going to want Shelton Benjamin. Okay. And Will DDP. There you go. What's important is we get both of them in there. And then their opponent in the 64 will be the winner of match number 20. Number 37. Holy fuck. Number 37, Kevin Owens. Taking on number 92, The Undertaker. Wait. Motherfucker! The Undertaker's on here twice? How, why is he on here as The Undertaker and The Undertaker? This is so fucking stupid. Yeah. You know what? I'm not redoing this. Kevin yeah. Owens gets a buy. I was gonna say, yeah, that was. Fuck it. Kevin Owens gets a new buy. He gets the buy. Yeah. And Kevin Owens will face the winner of DDP and Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. What the fuck, man? This goddamn list. They need to get their shit together. Right, this was directly from um, Pro Wrestling Database or whatever it is. No, they had Rey Mysterio and here's Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio Jr. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you fuckers, like it's the same guy. Get your shit consistent and together. Then we got number 12, Roman Reigns coming in with a bye. Yeah. He's going to face the winner of number 53, William Goldberg, which we've already seen, versus number 76, June Akiyama. I'm taking Goldberg because I know who he is for both. <coughs> if that was Aki Bono instead of Akiyama. It's not, however. That makes an easy uh, decision next time, too. Right, that's true. And then to finish out the first half of 64, BJ, this will get us up to 32 here. The first of that match will be the winner of match 22, which is seed number 21, Hulk Hogan, taking on seed number 108, Takahishi Morishima. And I'm obviously taking Hogan for both the wants and the will. Yeah. Because that's what you do. Right. And his opponent in the last match for the night, our main event for the evening, Shouldn't be after some of the other matches we've already had, but here it is. Number 23 to seed 44, The Miz, taking on number 85 of Mr. Anderson, Kennedy. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Miz. I'm doing Miz both Miz as well. Miz well, yeah. Yeah. What number is Hogan? 21. Yeah. So, buds, 
Um, I'm going to probably later today after you hear this, after release, be um, sharing the updated brackets for both BJ and I on Twitter. And you'll be able to see screenshots of them there of who we've got going into the 64. Okay. You're not going to see all of it. You're just going to see the round of 64 and who is going into that. So, right. so we've got that coming up. Okay. And um, and then next week you can look forward to us getting the other 32 into the 64 and getting you the rest of the seeds and getting you the last of the bracket set up. Yep. With that, let's wrap this week up, BJ, with the retro wants and wills mm-hmm. from WrestleMania 34, which in case you buds are interested is the first episode of Wants and Wills BJ ever did officially, BJ and I ever did. Yep. Which you can find in the Bud Kive absolutely free. free. It's one of the little Bud episodes, which would be listed under season zero if you're searching that way. If you're just looking for episodes, you want to go around season number or episode number 69 total, and it's right around 69 somewhere. Mm-hmm. It was released on April 6th of 2019. It's only 25 minutes, and I'm surprisingly sober through it, so that's nice. that was a nice touch. Or at least I was at the beginning that we listened to. So we had a couple pre-show matches, BJ. Mm-hmm. First off, we had Matt Hardy taking on Baron Corbin. Who you got wanting Wiggles? Uh, oh, sorry, that's not what this was. This was the 30-man Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Royale. Oh, okay. those, were the la- those were the last two guys in. I'm sorry, I okay. fucked that up. Well, Matt Hardy won by eliminating Baron Corbin last. That's what actually happened. Right. And if I was booking it today, I would book Madcap Moss to win the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. Well, I got the list of who was in it. Okay. So it's Kane, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, Mojo Riley, Elias, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, R-Truth, Sin Cara, Titus O'Neil, Apollo, Cruz, uh, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Ty Dillinger, Dash Wilder, Scott Dawson, Woken Matt Hardy, Gold Dust, Heath Slater, Rhino, Zack Ryder, Primo Cologne, Shelton Benjamin, Chad Gable, Aiden English, Kurt Hawkins, Bo Dallas, Kurt Axel, and Mike Kanellis. Want Chad Gable? No, sorry. Will Chad Gable uh-huh. want returning Bo Dallas? Nice. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Will. Baron Corbin and want returning Curtis Axel. There you go. I like that. Yeah. That's a that's a nice touch there. Yeah. Um Alright, so the next match we have is the tournament finals for the vacant cruiserweight champion, Cedric Ali. Sorry, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. One will, who you got? Um I'm taking Mustafa Ali, want and will. Yeah. Well, I would say will Cedric Alexander want Mustafa okay. Ali. Cedric Alexander only... did win the match, so. Yeah. I would say, because, like, if they brought Ali back to TV, they'd probably just crush him right now, so, for being a dick. He's not being a dick. They're being dicks. But yeah. They, yeah. Anyway. Um, And then on the third pre-show match was the women's. Um, okay. I got that too. I have those actually. This one. I okay. have the women's. And Bailey, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Carmella, Dakota Kai, Dana Brooke, Kyrie Sane, Kavita Devi, Lana, Liv Morgan, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Naomi, Natalia, Peyton Royce, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Sasha Banks, Sonia Deville, and Tynara Conti. I would say that uh, the will is Mandy Rose. She makes her return from the NXT roster. Okay. And the want is... uh, Dakota Kai. Okay. And do something with her on the main roster. There we go. Um... Sure, I wasn't paying attention to the whole list, so sure. Okay. <laughs> what works for me? Take Conti. There you go. It. I was going to pick her for the one, but that means I would want her back in WWE, which I don't. I feel like they're making way better use of her, even though I hate what she's doing right now. Right, right. They're still making better use for an AEW. It's true. Um, then the proper card. Triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship. Seth Rollins versus the defending Miz versus Finn Balor. So the Miz is coming in as the champion, and it's against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. 
Um, I'm gonna say want Finn Balor, will Seth Rollins. Okay. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I agree. That's uh probably probably the best case scenario there. <laughs> I don't care about the Miz right now, so. Yeah. Uh, then we had a singles match for the Women's SmackDown Championship. Charlotte Fair, Flair defending against Asuka. And I have Asuka, Want, and Will. Yeah, if it's her returning from injury. Yeah. yeah for sure. Agreed. Want and Will. We had a fatal four-way match for the United States Championship between Jinder Mahal, uh, Bobby Roode, Rusev, and the defending Randy Orton. Uh... Want and Will Orton for the same reason I'm not picking Rusev because of the same reason you didn't Right, pick Tay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Mixed tag match, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey taking on Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Um, I'm gonna... Want this want, match doesn't happen. Yeah. It gets canceled for time even though it went 20 minutes. Right. Yeah, because this was done. Right. Probably will Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Sure. Um, triple threat, triple threat tag match for the SmackDown Championship: The New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos, who are the champions. Yeah. And I say, will the Usos want the Bludgeon Brothers? Because gotta be great to have. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. Come back. The Undertaker faces John Cena. Uh, Undertaker one will. Yeah, for sure. Tag team match, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, one will. Agreed. Uh, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss, who is defending the Raw Women's Championship. Bliss um, one will. Yeah, for sure. The WWE Championship, Sinsuke Nakamura challenges AJ Styles. Um, probably AJ. Yeah, same one. Will AJ? Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championships: Braun Strowman and Nicholas versus the Tag Team Champions Sheamus and Cesaro. To do, to do, to do. Sheamus and Cesaro. To do, to do, to do. Agreed. And your main event: the WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman defending against Roman Reigns. Considering we just did this like a few weeks ago, we keep doing this. And will. Roman. Yes. Because that's what just happened. And if it happened this week, it'd probably happen that way again. That just happened. Yeah. Tell us what you think, bud. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or send an email to the Gmail at the same. Mm -hmm. You can get me at Beads2004. That's B-E-E-J-2-0-0-4. We still need to think of something new for the oh, ending. Oh, yeah, yet. that's right. We didn't think of something new for the yeah. ending yet, but... I don't know. Tell people. Don't tell people. Tell everybody. Right. Everybody. Tell... Oh. You punched my shoe. That's what your shoe gets. Fuck your shoe. Fuck your Fuck shoe. Fuck your shoe. I punched it. Um, Alright. I don't know. Just fucking do it, damn it. Yeah. Just do the goddamn thing. Make right. it happen. Go watch some wrestling. Tell us about your watching wrestling and we'll tell you about ours. We just did. I know. We already told And know. we'll tell you again next week where you can hit us up. Here. Right. Until next time, this is BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye. Yep.
check as well now. Check. And it's checked. Thank you, Mike on the mic. Thank you, Director Don. Thank you, DJ. Uh, Appreciate the rise of <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Let me play a podcast on the podcast. I'm gonna get us banned for playing our own podcast on our podcast for more than 30 seconds. What's up, bud? What's up, bud? A little delay there. <laughs> it's because this was a long time ago. 2019. Years. Yeah. Before the demic. Then whenever you're ready.